Life is back on Sports Betters, and BetUS has your NBA, NHL, UFC, PGA, and yes, NFL betting lines up for their 27th year and live betting and all of it. Log in to BETUS.com or call 800-792-3887. That's 800-79-BETUS. BetUS for 125% bonuses with promo code EB125. Customer service pros are ready to get your phone. Social and online sports betting kickoff started now. Play with the proven mainstay in the industry, BetUS. You bet, you win, you get paid. BetUS.com with promo code EB125. Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios, this is is old school sponsored by the mercado by certified piedmontese broadcasting veteran derek pearson when you find something that moves that that makes them smile celebrate that's your task that's your superpower nebraska football hall of famer jay foreman rifles a pass it was tipped it's picked up by foreman he's at the 15 10 5 he'll score on 93.7 the ticket and the ticket Turn the mic on. I'm back. Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> Don't sit over there and act like, yeah, I'm back in effect. Okay. Yeah. Now, first of all, you remember when I called in and I was sick coughing, and then you had to, then you tried to rub it in my face with the Tennessee Titans, and they lucked up and played the Buffalo Bills again. That was not me. You played it. Jay. But you pushed play. I did push play. Okay, then. So then you are the person <laughs> that's at fault. So now we, we're starting to build a character, uh, character, you know, list about you that was me yeah and then even before that see i understand what everybody's like oh man you know nick nick's coming out of the show he can kind of throw it back at you now you tried to test me and see how mentally strong i was physically strong i was emotionally and spiritually by trying to infect me with this sickness you and connor Mm -hmm. and jake was the backup because he's the mastermind (laughs) okay i had to go back and think how did I get sick to the point mm-hmm. that I had to question, like, where, how? Like, possibly could they try to infect me with COVID twice? No, they wouldn't do that. What did they try to come up with some new stuff? Yeah. and you, But I, now I narrowed it down to you. You, was, young man. It was me. And Connor. Okay. And I see he's not here nope. today. He just threw he you knew. two. He, 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 yeah. he knew. Right. He knew the wolf is back. <laughs> I ate all. I ate, I ate that the whole sickness. I ate it. Like, just like Tony, give me all your bullets. Give me all your sickness. This ain't this ain't the Lincoln Project. This ain't Tuskegee. Okay. I'm going to go on your little search history, you and Jake. No, no listen here. It is exactly 4.03 and 59 seconds for the next hour and 56, <laughs> 53 minutes and 55 seconds. <laughs> I am knee deep in your you-know-what, just like my grandma used to tell me. I'm giving you a fresh, unwrapped, fresh, she used to, I don't know if I could say it, butt kicking. Mm-hmm. She's had his left hook, too. Mm-hmm. Bad baby, yeah. bad baby. What's up? Yes. How you been? Uh, I, I'm not all the way back. Yeah. Okay. I'm tired. You know what I'm saying? The only highlight was I got to see my daughter play volleyball. You know what I'm saying? She did her thing. Showed some competitive spirit. I said, you know what? 
she came out her shell. She got a little bit of that form and drive in her. I said, that just inspired me to just come in here and just wreak havoc on you today. On everybody. Even Rico. Yeah, it's, you. It's been a while. I've missed it. Yeah, you, Mars Blackman. Over there. Every time <laughs> I see the Knicks over there, I be thinking about you. Yeah, you and Detlef Shrimp in there. Nick, do you know who Mars Blackman is? No, I was about to look him up before okay. I even commented. Hey, you knew Detlef Shrimp? Hey, what you trying to get into? Get in What's with up? Listen here. I'm What's up, Unc? I'm going to tell you just like I told another young man that's about like eight. He's probably about 21, 22 years old. What's up? Okay. Listen here. You, you're a little young. How old are you, man? I'm 27. Yeah, so you, you're a little young man. Okay. <laughs> Let me tell you something. You come messing with me for three minutes. It's going to be the worst three minutes you ever have in your life. And then after, if you last okay. after three minutes, then you can have it. Okay. This is the only thing that only la- that only that in, that only lasts three minutes in my life. Everything else, I'm got stamina forever. I okay? bet. Okay. But you want to come throw? I was waiting hands. for you to throw that in there. I, I knew that was. Coming. I knew that was coming. Yeah, I just had to make sure. Yeah. you know, I you, know you had to. Yeah, I got that. It was rap. necessary. Yeah, I got you. you. Know yeah, you know I got I'm you. The black boot. Oh yeah. Oh. I was gonna say who I was, but he ain't him no more. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, wait a minute. Yeah. Almost let that slip. Yeah. You guys got me hyped up in here. I got chill out. I don't know. He had that dump button ready for you. I don't know what I did, but I'm here for it. All right. It's your boy Nick. Look at Nick sitting over here. <laughs> Look, I already got into him. You oh, did? you missed no, the beat down. Jay, Jay, we're I already got into him. Okay. So he had, do, a, he had a we're, rough we're, half an hour. What'd you do, Nick? We've moved on. You moved on? New I'm, thing? I'm, new. What are we doing? What tell are we talking him, about tell today? Him what, tell him what you did. Hold on, Nick. Hold on. Hold on. Tell Nick. him what you did. Nick, aren't you a Red Sox fan? No. What are you? Mets? Cubs. Cubs? Yep. Oh, that's Rico that Rico's wanted the Yankees. And he wanted he wanted my Astros to lose. Mm-hmm. See how we do it. Yeah. Boy, that mattress dude down there about to break bread, they win, though. Oh, man. Oh, man. You're going to make win like 30, 30, 36 yeah. million? 36 million. He's he's doing his thing, man. He's constant. He's constant. Give him credit. Like, he's he's out loud all the time. How you feel it? Well, you think what he's sooner or later he's going to hit. Well, he's 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 already won. Like, he won back when they went to Super, uh, when they went to the World Series and won it. Yeah, he won. He, he won, won. Oh, man. I forgot how he much. He gave I'm, away a million dollars worth of furniture or something, but. This is – he bet on them again last year and they lost. Now he's betting on them and they got to win this year, and they're the heavy favorite. That's the only problem. But they got money. Dusty Baker, though. Got dust, man. Got big dust. Hell. Hey, Nick, gonna I'm going to ask you I'm gonna ask you this, Nick. What world-renowned famous baseball player did Dusty Baker play with? Tell me right now. You got five seconds. That was I, I don't have it in five. I got, I can't think of it. On, on the, on, I've, I've heard of it. I, I know I've – you don't You've know who Dusty it. Baker played for? No, who played with? No, I know. Once when you say the name, like I'm gonna know, like I'm gonna re- remember. Hank Aaron. Okay, yes, I do remember that. Do you, do you know who that is? I yes, I do know okay. who Hank Aaron is. So do you know who he played for? Baseball dude. Hank You're Aaron. a baseball dude. Okay. You don't know who Hammer and Hank. They're is. literally one of two teams playing in the World Series. Oh, it was the Braves. That's the whole storyline. Like, yes, li- it was the Braves. Yeah, it was the Braves. <laughs> Yeah, Dang, Rico, so the, Rico done scrambled your brains like some some scrambled eggs. I'm I'm off my I'm off my. So you know that today. Dusty played for the Braves. I I do I do know that. Yes, okay. so home run. It, you putting it all together? Yes, I am okay. putting it home all run seven fifteen. When Hank? Yes, from Hank, Hank. Yeah. Okay. Do you know why it's important to Dusty? Because Dusty was the on on the on deck circle. Okay. He met Hank at home plate. Okay. We're educating you. 
I'm, I'm still. I'm gonna bring you back to life, Nick. I'm gonna save this. I'm gonna save all, all right. my. Since you got me, say I'm gonna save it for tomorrow. You look just look defeated. It's been, it's been the whole drink thing. No, no, it, it wasn't even that. It, it all started just yesterday morning. The so. whole drink yesterday thing. morning. What happened yesterday morning? Just a lot going on. So, just not not even involved in the radio. Not, not anything even to report from your flag football escapades. Playoffs are Thursday night, six thirty. Um, I might have to dip out of here a couple minutes early. Get Big Sky in here for the last segment. Are you, are you going to be warmed up? Now I'm, it's going to be. Good. If it's cold, are you going to wear sleeves or are you going to wear a little sweatshirt? No, I'll just wear. Just normal. Just I'll probably just wear a t-shirt. He he had he had his life flash before his eyes last week. Damian Daniels put his hands on him. <laughs> Damian <laughs> Daniels gave him gave him them, them lineman hands. Were they heavy hands? Were they? Yeah, yeah. they were. They were good. I mean, he was quick. <laughs> and were, then, you, were you trying to block him? Like you? No, like you I just sat, I just sat here. Oh, and and he just Threw, he just tossed you around. Yeah, and then he's like, Nick, one thing you have to learn is one hand. It's longer than the than both hands, and he just extended with, with one. So we were worried that he was going to throw him into the into the console. Yeah, it was a small confined space. That's the way you do it, man. And DeAndre Thomas was was over <laughs> here. He was sitting where you're sitting, yeah. just licking his lips at, at Nick, like you you want one more. <laughs> <laughs> but, you, but you're back though. You're still alive. Yep, I am. Feel better. You good? You okay? Yeah, we're good. Okay, Nick, you just look just defeated. Mm-hmm. You, it's all right though. You gonna bounce back or you gonna? Be I'm a gonna chump be just for the fine. Next hour and a half. No, I'm gonna be just fine. All right, man, stop moping around, man. I'm not moping. All right, all right. Sh- let's let's this guy get juiced up. Let's 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 give this man his flowers while he's here. Mm. Jay Foreman for the second and consecutive week won doubled figures in his picks. I mean, this is just what I do. Thirteen and three. I mean, I don't understand what is. The, I mean, is there any question? I mean, after Nick, is there any question now? <laughs> is there any question when it comes to picking games? Mm-hmm. Is there any question? First, it nope. was like all oh, the dude said, "Oh, lie. you didn't do it against the spread." Okay, I just took it another level and did the same thing. It doesn't matter. This Res- right re- here is serious. Yep, results don't lie. Right. Yep. So for you people out there, man, you better start coming with your ducats. There's no more free game. Twenty six and six. Mm-hmm. That's over how two I weeks. I mean, that's just you know what twenty six and six is. That's what I averaged in high school. Twenty six point six boards, six turnovers. <laughs> oh, you just yeah, go. Yeah, oh, you just, look, he finally <laughs> calmed down. Yeah, and you, you just go. gonna poke him again. <laughs> what is? Did you bump your you, head you today? Go, you way too comfortable. <laughs> just, you know what I mean. <laughs> I, like I'm just like Nick. No, man. What are you doing? We do have big news though. Bubba Starling and JD Spillman retired. I saw that. I did see that. What? What? What does that <laughs> you see? See, that's, just, that's just, it's not big news, but it isn't. You know, it's no, it's, it's it's huge news, but it it that's just a dark hole that we're gonna that if we go down. Oh no, we're not trying to. That that hole is is. Close. I was just saying. Yeah, like we go down that hole. So again, I, I want to give Jay credit again. Twenty six and six over all of this. So now the pressure's on. The pressure's on. Mm-hmm. Back it up again. All right. Yeah. What do you need? I, I, <laughs> For you people out there, what do you just hit the text line up? What do you need? World Series. All oh, the Astros are winning. 
Life is back on sports bettors, and BetUS has your NBA, NHL, UFC, PGA, and yes, NFL betting lines up for their 27th year and live betting and all of it. Log in to BETUS.com or call 800-792-3887. That's 800-79-BETUS. BetUS for 125% bonuses with promo code EB125. Customer service pros are ready to get your phone. Social and online sports betting kickoff started now. Play with the proven mainstay in the industry, BetUS. You bet, you win, you get paid. BetUS.com with promo code EB125. Is that is that a pick from your heart or is that a pick from your mind? See, that's the difference between me and you. Okay. You pick and do stuff on emotional. That's why you. That's where I was impu- asking you. That's why you're impulsive. I do it from my mind. Okay, perfect. Yeah. I just wanted to clear Astros. it up. I wanted to be be clear. Astros in five. I, I was gonna wear my bra- my my Astro stuff today, but I, I didn't. Astros. Why in didn't five. you? I was I was kind of surprised not. Well, to. because because Captain Lakehamp was coming in. Okay. I wanted to at least be Rep able to rock the hat with him and. Do that. I didn't want to feel too bad with it. That's all. But I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing with him. Oh, I, I would say so as well. You watch any of the NBA, Nick, since it's back? A little bit of it. I've been able to watch Chicago a couple times, but I don't have league pass this year, so not as not as often. They're four and zero. They are for the first time since '96. Demar Derozan has been better than expected. They are, Jay, they they were waiting for you. Faisal says we haven't forgotten about your one chip challenge, by the way. <laughs> well, I I mean, Nebraska lost to Michigan. Would you like another challenge there, uh what's his name? Faisal. Faisal? I'm not gonna do it on Purdue, it's not big enough. Who's who do they play after? Ohio they, State. If Nebraska beats Wisconsin or Iowa. <laughs> Because he said, Cause he, he, said he, he just skipped right over like he just Ohio State. Right over Ohio State. Wisconsin or Iowa. Yeah. Those are, I've written this, I didn't skip over to Ohio State. That's the biggest rivals right there. Those two for Nebraska. D- does that, how does that make you feel though, when, when you say that Wisconsin and Iowa are the rivals? Because you had rivals. You, yeah, it's no different. You had rivals. Yeah, it's no different. There's just not the long history because we haven't been in the Big Ten. But they're the, they're the, Rivals are team that they got to get strive to beat and get you know get you know get past. But doesn't the rivalry have to be? Yeah, it has to be reciprocated. Yeah, like like you have to like right. the other team has to win sometimes. But still, yeah, but <laughs> yeah, that, I mean that's well when Oklahoma was running through Nebraska, it still was a rivalry, and Oklahoma was winning at the clip that these other teams are winning. So, um, whatever you want to call it, it's a, it's a team that's been a thorn in in uh, Nebraska side for some for some time. So looking, it's Purdue. It's Purdue week, and you're back home, two thirty start, two thirty kick. Right. Which, in my heart of hearts, I kind of wanted it to be an eleven o'clock kick, just Why? so they can get back into some routine. Like you want, you want if, if oh, like week to week, yeah, yeah. You go two night games, then you play eleven, then you come at two thirty. Well, I mean, uh, you know, everybody had the excuses after you know the Minnesota game. It was too early, so now you just got the happy medium. I guess we're all we're doing right now is trying to find the compromise. In your in your days, right? And it, well, that's kind of what they came up with, and I still think right. they'll end up putting Ohio State at night as well, just for grins and giggles. But through through all of what you've talked about over the course of a year, 
that this is a game where ultimately the players have to get it right. Like yeah. this is this is not a coach's win scenario. This one's one against Purdue. They they should match up. Purdue's got injury issues. They've got they just came from a beat down. Um, you know, should yeah. be simple. What's your expectation mm-hmm. for that bye week? Because the bye week to me is a chance to recharge, reboot, redirect. Do you think uh, that's what happens here? Yeah, yeah, I think they did. So from you know what the players said, it sounds like they're you know you know recharge, refocus. They've been going at it a while, um, which is you know look they had week zero game and they've been going you know eight weeks in a row. So um, you know if they use the bye week or just come out of the bye week with the right mindset, they can still finish off the season and actually have a good good season for them. So. Um, you know, Purdue got injuries and stuff like that, but they have coaches over there are well compensated, well respected. They got players over there um, that are on still on scholarship and probably were waiting their turn to play. So the opportunity is there. So you can't go out there and say, oh, they have, you know, so-and-so injured and, you know, just kind of just Cadillac through it. They're, you know, just a week ago they were a top 25 team um, and they beat Iowa, uh, you know, at Iowa. So, you know, look, they got – the best receiver in the Big Ten, and then one of the best in the nation. You you know he's getting the ball. He hasn't been stopped the last two years. Um, as the the pressure and coverage you know starts to focus on him more, he still produces. So, and and you know Brom, regardless of you know, it seems like he, every year or every two games that he has to play a new quarterback because one gets hurt, other one comes back, he gets hurt. Third guy goes in, he gets hurt. Then they do the you know musical chairs again but they're all productive and um you know they're going to be wanting to come back and redeem themselves not only because they lost last week but then also nebraska beat them you know pretty handily last year at purdue so they're going to be ready to play nebraska you know i think is going to be ready to play and uh you know i mean do i think nebraska is better than purdue sure but that doesn't mean anything until you know we we or they go out there and play and uh yeah i mean the coaches are going to put together a game plan like they do every week and the players got to go out there and execute. And in your in what you're you're saying, or I guess what I'm taking for at some point in time, um, the players have to take over and take truly take ownership of the team. Um, and that's where if you talk to any coach that's won national championships, Big Ten West, or anything like that, and and it could go across any sport, but we're talking about football is mainly is that you want to have guys that, um, you know, have the sweat equity. I like to call it invested in there and they're, you know, taking ownership of the team and then the coaches can kind of just coach. They don't have to worry about, you know, 20 guys being late to class and all that stuff or like, you know what I mean? So, you know, they got to all step up, you know, you know, I think it's, it was a young team, really, really young team. If not the youngest in the nation, when this season started, by this time in the season, nobody's a freshman or sophomore anymore. You you've played enough, you, you've practiced enough, and you played in enough games that you shouldn't. Now, granted, you're going to be learning because you're going. You know, you haven't faced, you know, Purdue before if you're a freshman. But at the end of the day, you shouldn't be going out there and wondering if you can play because you've already done it. You know, numerous times. You know, prior. So, um, yeah, I think you know. Look, if they, you know, I would like to say if they continue to play like they have been playing, then they'll you know be fine. But I don't think they played up to the level that they have been um, previously against Minnesota. So, 
you know, they guys get, get back to the same, you know, mindset and energy and execution that they were, uh, you know, having at times against, you know, Michigan, Michigan State, Northwestern, you know, at, even at times the second half of Oklahoma, and then they'll be fine. And they got to go out there and play to that level and then play a little bit more and, and, and be a little bit more uh, attentive to detail and, and go out there and, and let the details uh, enhance their athletic ability. Were there were there bye week scenarios in the nineties? Yeah, I think we had one. I hated it because Coach Osborne, we went we went back to spring ball type of stuff, back to the basics, fundamentals, you know, physical. And now, granted, we got time off, you know, like you know, so they could go out and recruit, and you know, guys could, you know, get you know get their if there's some injuries or something like that. But you know, it wasn't you know we just sat back and, and rested. You know, we got after it and kept our. Uh, you know, our game as tight as, as possible. So um, there wasn't many. It's different, you know, because of the dynamics of college football back then versus now. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Coach Osborne and those guys made sure we went back and got after it, probably did some self-scouting, right, just like a regular bye week in the NFL and see what you're doing good, see what you can improve on, see who's gotten better, who who who's kind of maybe regressed or stayed the same. Um, it also gives you a chance to look at, you know, some guys on your roster that hadn't really probably got in the game much or, you know, got a lot of practice reps. And so, you know, as long as it's productive and you have a plan, it's, it's, you know, it's always going to, you know, be good coming out of it. One thing I will say is even before I started, you know, going down to the stadium, uh, and in particular, I'm, I'm going to reference back when Nebraska was playing at Wisconsin. So I'm assuming that was two years ago, right? Yeah. Out of the bye week, you know, I think I really liked, um, Scott Frost and company's offensive plan against Wisconsin's defense up there felt like he, you know, they kept them off balance. Defense played well, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, they've shown the ability to come out of a bye week um, and perform well. So I think they'll, you know, they'll be fine. Is the bye week easier to manage via players or through the coaching staff? Because the players know what other players are doing during the bye week. What's uh, easier? Is it easier for the players to manage and police that, or should that be a coach's deal? Oh, it's got to be both. The coach is going to set the standard of what you can and can't do or should or shouldn't do, and then the players got to hold each other accountable outside of, you know, the stadium hours and the hours that the coaches can spend with them or communicate with them uh, to what the coach wants. I mean, it shouldn't be that hard. I mean, the bye week, I mean, look, you're you're, you're here to play football. Okay. I mean, at the end of that, yes, you're getting an education, but you're you're here to play football. So just because you have a bye week doesn't mean the season's over. The season is over when the season is over. So you know, you, you know, it shouldn't be like, oh, we're going, you know, four or five days and kick it. You need to take these four or five days, get treatment, maybe get ahead in your, in your schoolwork, um, and you know, get healthier if you you know you, you know you dinged up a little bit. And that what needs to be your vacation. Now, all the fun stuff is, uh, you know, on hold until the season's over. Is there anybody that's playing healthy, 100% healthy now? I don't think so. <laughs> I think that's gone after the second practice. Everybody's always going to be dinged up. There's always going to be something. That's just, a, that's just part of the game of football. That's why you can't fake football. You can't, you know, lallygag your way through a football practice or game because it's too physically and mentally demanding. So, you you know, it really shows, you know, a lot of things besides your athletic ability, and so you can't do that. So, you, you know, you're never going to be 
We're headed into Purdue week. Uh, what are your thoughts, Jeff Brom, as a coach? What do you know? I mean, I think he's you know he's done well. I think uh, he had you know I think if Rondell Moore hadn't got hurt, you know I think the program would be in a different state right you know right now. I think they would have won a few more games. Um, but I like him. You know I think he's a you know tough minded coach. He can you know his offensive scheme seem to always work well. Um, they always you know give Nebraska a little bit of fits. And so, you know, you got nothing but respect for him. And uh, for him to be able to, you know, have an offense that's pretty consistent, you know, throughout the years with as many quarterbacks that have been in and out of the lineup is impressive. And uh, he's made the most out of his roster, you know, for the most part. And he's not, you know, afraid to make some tough decisions. So, you know, I like him. We're going to throw it a break here. When we come back, I do want to go up and down your NFL results, game by game, get your thoughts. And then we'll get into a little conversation about J.D. Spielman and what his legacy could have been and what you think it is now, now that he's saying that he's stepping away from the game. We'll do all that on Old School 93.7 The Ticket. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.